shit. Eee. Care Whoa. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you break it, you buy. I'm ready. You're on. Rolling. What's up, guys? I'm Nick Breen. This is Altered Cognition. Thanks for tuning in and listening. Uh, I hope you guys have kind of noticed and you like the new format, so I'm going to be doing a little intro before the guests because I think it's more natural just to be recording and having a great conversation with the guests and then keep it going natural instead of going, hey, i got to stop you for a minute so I can do my intro and some ad reads. Uh, so we're going to keep it more professional. We're going to make the conversations better for you. I'm here with DJ Los. We're at The Grove, one of our sponsors, 158 Bridgeport. Ave, Milford, Connecticut. They got GoGo Joe's CBD infused products. Also, right next door is our other sponsor, Bohemian High, 156 Bridgeport Ave, Milford, Connecticut, with all your smoking accessories, CBD needs. They've got your eclectic clothing and gifts for the free spirit. So, check them out. Mention the podcast. Get some free shit. Get something. Rolling percentage papers. off, I don't know, rolling, whatever you get, you get something, come in, you get to have a great time, you get to shop in a great shop, check it out, so today's conversation, guys, um, I went real deep with Joe, actually, Joe from GoGo Joe's Emporium, which is the um, the brands, the, the CBD-infused uh, uh, stuff that we have here at the Grove, and uh, some of it at the Bohemian High, we have other brands of, C of CBD and stuff at Bohemian High, but uh, so uh, Joe, Joe LaChance, um, actually is a very interesting guy he has done everything from uh selling drugs which we didn't really get into too much he is also the uh known as the weed man on uh wplr 99.1 he was given that name by chaz from chaz and aj in the morning because of his vast knowledge on uh the subject of cannabis he was a an executive producer for music uh songs by skilo yeah uh, which it was a little bit taller Yep, and uh, and, and uh, the Barbie Girl song. Yeah, Barbie Girl. He executive and produced say, on. Way -oh, way -oh. So so he's so he's led such an interesting life. Um, we didn't really get to, too deep into his uh, music stuff, and we did. Oh, he was also a wrestling promoter. Yeah, he had get three into that. wrestling all this great promotions. Stuff that we were not yeah, there was able all to, kinds of good. But it was stuff. still a good combo. There was all kinds of good stuff that we didn't have the time to get into, but we will get into it the next time he's coming back on. He's definitely coming back on. So uh, with no further ado, please enjoy an awesome conversation conversation that I had with Joe LaChance. Uh, enjoy the conversation, guys. It's going to be fun. Stop attacking me. <laughs> Ran uh, like a little three-minute clip on um, a New York Times article. So I think that I think they're getting ready to either throw him under the bus. I hope so. Or or they're or they're really people are coming over and they're really going to get beat. But either way, he's about to be exposed because they were talking about like he said, oh, I've never met the guy. And then the pictures came pictures out. Of him, right? And then after the pictures came, out, he's like, oh, well, I met him, but we like weren't friends. And then you find out that the Bill, and Melinda, the Bill and Melinda Gates charity had like was in charge or seated or was somehow like. In a, like, big, and he was linked. a big donator to them. He was linked, like their charity was linked to a fund that the beneficiary of it was Jeffrey, Jeffrey Epstein. Epstein. Dude, how do you get a charity to fucking give you money when you're supposedly a billionaire? Number one, yeah, 
And number two, why are these people giving him money? And Jeffrey Epstein was so deep in the scientific community, and science is the new religion, man, because mm -hmm. back in the day they had Galileo, and he was like, oh, the Earth does this or that or the sun around the sun, whatever the fuck he was saying, and they were like... You are a heretic. Rah, rah, rah. You're speaking out against religion. Now it's like the new thing. You're like, oh, fucking, uh, I don't trust this vaccine. And people are like, you're speaking out against science. The science is settled. But like, that's the most, yo, the science. Oh, yeah. The, the whole anti-vax. But yo, the science is settled. That's the craziest thing that people say. The that's science bullshit. is settled. No such science no never such settled. Yes, exactly. It's constantly changing. Correct. Correct. And if you really know science and believe science, you're like, wow. And what does Bill Gates know about science? Nothing. He's a, a fucking tech guy. So what do you think his role is with this vaccine? Well, his role is that he's already, it's the same thing. Like, you know, Apple computers never really got viruses. My iPhone never really has it. Like, I know people with Androids who have, like, pop-ups that come up on them yeah, and, like, all kinds of problems and shit. My iPhone never has any problems. Then on top of that, like, you look at Windows computers. Like, they got viruses, right? They got tons of viruses. And then... He made them. Exactly. And then he made the cure for them, too. He already had the cure for them. So what do you think is in this vaccine? Well, they have that digital marker. There you go. In the it. Tracker. And they also have like um, some. He's got some weird um, um, what patent is it? for like a crypto cryptocurrency off of bio data. And ID like, 2020. It's fucked up. Yeah. 2020 You got it. Yeah, no, I already know. And these are like real things and it's just out there. And people are like, oh, well, who? who well, there's a bill in Congress, bill number 66666, that states um, that will grant over a billion dollars to hospitals, schools, uh, and some other institutions, I think religious institutions, if they um, make entrance into their facility um, vaccinated mandatory. That's cool. I don't go to church anymore. I don't so. go to church. I don't go to the fucking school, and I don't go to uh, like court buildings and shit. So yeah. So it. I have. I, and if you want me to go to court, you're gonna compel me to go to court. So what? I get a speeding ticket, and I want to fight it, or I get arrested, and I want to um, fight it or something. And now I'm compelled to have like a, a vaccine to enter the place where you're gonna compel this me to go to headed, under threat of j of jail. This like, is where they're headed. Like, you have to come to this courthouse or we're taking you to jail for failure to appear. In fact, if you don't show up at this courthouse because of this summons, we're gonna come pull you over. Oh, and if you don't pull over, we're gonna fucking take our guns out and we're gonna ram you off the road and we're gonna possibly kill you because you wouldn't come to this fucking building. But oh, by the way, you to come to in the vaccine. building, you need the fucking, uh, you need the digital ID. So you need the vaccine because that's the only way to get it. Oh, sorry about that. Mandatory vaccinations without ever saying, oh, they're not mandatory. You have a choice. You have a choice. Now they have a choice. You have, so well, right well, now we have a choice. Check, check, check. <laughs> I'm not about mandatory vaccines. Test one, for two, anyone, one, two. For kids or anyone because people should have a personal choice. Well, I mean, I I mean, got, there are some basics that I got. Yeah, I got, got MMR. Mumps, mumps, measles, rubella, and polio. I think there were six that I Mom, got. It's mumps, measles, measles, rubella, polio, tuberculosis, and tuberculosis. Yes. And you get them when you're a baby, and, and everybody has the little the, the big thing, this right? little mark the on scar. Them. Yes. Yeah. And they did it right in school. 
So we have the mark of the beast on us already. No, I'm just kidding. No, that's, that's the not new the one. mark of the that's beast. That's the new one. The new one is. Is the mark of the beast. The new so one you know is. about this. Yeah, shit. it is. It is. It's like. And the cashless society, they've already put articles out how cash is dirty and it spreads the virus. So you see articles out like that. So they're, they're, they're pitching us for the cashless society. Once you get the digital ID, you'll just wave your hand. And then they'll know who you are, you see. But I think as long as like. I think people will fight it. As I'm long as the as it. long as the elite class want anonymity, we will have cash because cash is anonymous. But they can remain anonymous, dude. Well, that's why they're like going into real stores of wealth, like uh, crypto, crypto, metals, so anonymous, metals, crypto's anonymous to a point. Are we rolling yet? You want them now? Or I mean, you should have been testing. rolling this whole time. Oh, I have, <laughs> I have, but you complained about it. So, so you all were that rolling. shit, yeah, because I'm testing. I'm just gonna fucking record it and start testing. That's what so I've been we doing. So we were. So that's all on uh, all my. Con- yeah, it's dude, on. Film, you can't let them know. You can't let them know. I know. No, we're gonna talk about it if you want. No, we're yeah, we'll talk about it. But I don't want to get too deep into it before he starts recording. This fucking guy over here. And then you just told me you wanted to record it. This guy makes no fucking sense. I told him I didn't well, want he's him. he's a comedian, you know. He's, I told him I didn't want to, him. But you know, <laughs> it's not always on you to listen to me. It's on you to make the best decisions for me. And, right. then if, and then if I'm like, don't put that out, you're like, okay. And you don't ever put it out. But like now when I'm like, hey, I hope you're recording that, you're like, oh, actually, I got it on by accident. And I'm like, oh, good thing you did that. And then, you know. We could talk about the conspiracy about weed. Why it became illegal, and we'll oh, lead, we can lead into. I want to. I want to talk about. I want to because I know we uh, can lead. I have a that. friend who makes these edibles, Joe, and he does something different than anyone else. And he told me some stuff, and his edibles cure cancer, man. He uses RSO. No, he uses the whole plant. Yeah, RSO, the and, whole plant, and that's like illegal. I use it. I well, take. Well, I'm saying, I have. I'm a, saying it's like illegal when they make like all the edibles. Yeah, legal edibles, edibles have to be made the, from distillate. Yes. Yeah, which is which was like somehow. So he's not lying. It's like somehow, and the money behind it was like somehow from like pharmaceuticals and like big cancer. Because pharmaceutical companies, let's just call them big cancer. They don't want Cures. weed legal because it could cure cancer um, in no, a lot does. of ways. In this a lot does. of ways, his well, brownies do. There's Rick. Good, get me some. <laughs> his brownies do. No, I can get you. I can get them because his brownies do because they're. First of all, they're they're so small. They're so small and they're like so crazy potent. I think he does like um, forty four and a half grams per like box of That's like brownie batter. Nice. Yeah, it's like really fucking like. It's very He's putting a lot of weight. He in he, 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 it, like, he like minces it up and then like packs it into a measuring cup. Putting like he, two ounces. And he found out that, like, you know, like, that's... Yeah, so he makes, like, trays and trays and trays of them. And, like, it's, like, I've never been high like that in my life. It's amazing. And then I realized, like, I had him. I'm like, is there, like, weed in here? Yeah. Like, he whoa. The whole like, there's the whole thing. He doesn't strain it out. He doesn't get rid of it. And I was like, oh. And then he was like, no, this is why they work. Yeah, eating the, the whole plant. There's this stuff called RSO. Which is what? Which is oil made from the whole plant. And it's black. It's gooey and it's thick, but it has been known to cure cancer. It really it reduces tumors in people. I take it every day, as just as a matter of course. I take it at night before I go to bed, and sometimes I wake up all, you know, groggy and stuff. But 
It's cannabis can, I, you know, I hate to come out and say any kind of cure because when you use the word cure, you get like all kinds of feedback. Oh, you, you can't, you know, you can't cure cancer. But it has been shown that cannabis along with, I mean, obviously you can't just take the cannabis and still eat McDonald's and still smoke cigarettes or drink. You really kind of have to cleanse your whole body. Like this is why people, when they get cancer, they start juicing, they go vegan, you know, they start exercising and they take the cannabis oil, you know, because you don't want to, cancer is, is a whole body thing. Oh, yeah. So you don't know, you know, if you're putting alcohol in your body, you could be feeding that cancer. If you're smoking tobacco, you could be feeding that cancer in some other way because it causes inflammation. I just feel like tobacco, like I don't feel like tobacco, I feel like tobacco mixed with other things. Tobacco mixed with weed is fine. And, well, no, I'm just saying like tobacco mixed with other things, can, tobacco mixed with the unhealthy lifestyle and the stress mm -hmm. and this and that, mm -hmm. like you're susceptible, but... I, I feel like if you're healthy in every other respect and you because I'm because I'm phasing this out like I'm losing weight now and I'm right. I'm doing my thing and I find myself smoking less and less and less. But like I still enjoy a cigarette every once in a while. Your yeah, right. Well, that's what happens when you start being healthier. Your body doesn't want it as much. I, yeah, no, I don't know. I exactly. Yeah, I don't. don't the craving just much. goes away and eventually yeah. I'm going to quit again because that's what happened last time I started running and trying to get in shape. But and it's like the body knows what it wants. Like what I feel means, so yeah. much better. I was trapped. I was caught. I was uh I was like 330 pounds and I was like, you know, you saw me and I was yeah. like on my way out, dude. I would I would I would leave here after a show and I would run and go grab cocaine and that would boost me up and make me feel better because I'd be riding so high from the show and then I'd go eat $22 worth of McDonald's and right. yeah and, and it's just a fucking mess dude yeah. and like then go lay in my bed the whole next day after I wake I up at 1130 like and watch TV and smoke weed and yeah, right. and like it was just I was just a mess and like People are like, oh, you know, oh, you're a lazy stoner. Oh, you're a lazy drug, this or that. It's like, no, like I, all of a sudden it changed. Like I don't want the cocaine. Like I've done it once or tw like once since I started getting in shape over the last six, seven weeks. And like it was fun, but I don't like want it like anymore. Like the cigarettes are starting, like the body knows. Right. The body and the mind are so powerful together. But like with the cancer and stuff, like the, the, um, the body can be cured by nature. Cancer is just, what is cancer? It's a cell that uh, is replicating itself improperly. Right. It, it mutates. So something happens within the body. Some people are genetically predisposed to it. Other people, you know, put things in their body that cause cancer. A lot of what they're finding is that cancer thrives in an acidic environment. With so the sugar the, and stuff. The sugar, meat. Um, coffee, anything that's acidic. There's a whole list of acidic foods that you can look at, and if you you can ingest it, but you need to ingest something alkaline with it. So, in other words, there's a uh, there's a list out. There's the alkaline list, and there's the acidic list. Most people eat a lot of acidic foods. So you're talking sugar, right? Sugar. Breeds the cancer. worst. White the worst. Processed sugar. Now you're getting sugar. You can eat an apple. And get sugar, but that's natural sugar. Well, you have enzymes in your saliva too when you eat an apple with your mouth biting it. Right. It, that 
bond to the glucose and do and do something with digestion and help your body break it down and that's why they say too like if you were to take an apple and just put it in a blender yeah and drink it it's not the same it's not the same because it's you don't different get the because you're not getting that mix with the chewing and the saliva mm -hmm. it's so, very very true and so what they found is that cancer thrives in an acidic so even let's say you find out you have cancer if you switch over to an alkaline diet, which is basically vegetarian, yeah, you know, I'm not gonna lie, most vegetables are alkaline, and like fried foods and meat and dairy and um, uh, coffee, sugar, that's all acidic. So the more of that you eat, especially fried foods, the more you're creating an environment for cancer to thrive. So what you do is you try to create an environment where it can't thrive. You know, it's like throwing a, uh, a freshwater fish into salt water. That's a great analogy. It won't thrive. So that's the first. If anybody gets cancer, besides getting a medical marijuana card, I mean, that's always my recommendation. Anybody who says, oh, I have diagnosed cancer, get your medical marijuana card first. Um, and then start taking the oil or the whole plant but right you, but, away. But you need that, and you might not even be able to get it from your med... Because I, I know in Florida, um, where my parents are, I know in certain... And I don't know right now, maybe the laws have changed. I know in Connecticut, you used to only be able to get, like, homogenized weed. Oh, well, it's which different was, now. Which was when they... It was, like, literally they took the buds ground and, like, it. chopped them up, ground yeah. it up, and, like, did some other... Did whatever the fuck they were going to do same. to it or... Like they're just like they just didn't know like there's bureaucrats and people who have no clue like what the fuck they're talking about making rules about stuff that's like yeah you know so out of big, their wheelhouse we had a big battle with the Connecticut legislators they wanted to do it that way at first and then we got them to switch it we put up enough fuss and we got them to switch it but here in Connecticut unfortunately as you know we're a big farmer state oh yeah the people from Bear actually helped write the laws. We have the only pharmaceutical model in the country. So you have to have a pharmacist on staff, and everybody who serves the weed, the bud tenders, have to be licensed pharmacy techs. So they have to have taken a course and have worked in Walgreens or CBS yeah, so, yes, yes, as a counterperson. Like, it's like the same people that you would see in the pharmacy. Now, one Dude, thing- when they first opened, that's who was working there. I would go in when the dispensaries first opened. Oh, where'd you come from? Oh, I just left Walgreens. Oh, how much do you know about weed? Not very much. Well, I was gonna, I was, I was gonna just give one shout out to Southern Connecticut Health and Wellness uh, up in Milford, Connecticut. I that's where I would go. Um, I they were like. That was one thing that was different about California dispensaries, mm -hmm, at least when time. I was in California. And then when I came here was I went into the dispensary and the um, the bud tenders were like super knowledgeable because the state also like they call it like Ativan A, not Ativan, but like, you know, Attica A or like mm. Sed yeah, they have Sativa, different names. Sativa, Sativarian That was B another and, thing. And all these like, you, and then you'd be like, oh, what, like, what do you recommend? They'd be like, oh, we recommend the, the Indicol C and the Sativarian B. And you're like, okay, what's that? And they're like, oh, Sativarian B is like, you know. Sour diesel. Sour right. diesel crossed with like monkey yeah, right, nuts. Right, right, and right. you're like. You could have just told me it was diesel in the first place right. and I'd be all over it. not allowed to. No, Connecticut made them make fake pharmaceutical names yeah. for every strain. Which it's is ridiculous because they wanted a pharmaceutical model. I don't know why. It's silly. 
Um, I mean, it, if it, it puts a lot more layers on that aren't necessary. No, it does do that. And it, it takes away opportunities for people to work in the industry because now, like, let's say you lived in Mass and you wanted to work in a recreational or medical dispensary. You don't need to be a pharmacy tech. All you need to do is have some retail experience and maybe take a class. And, and, and you need to impress the guy who owns the place enough with your that knowledge you know of the knowledge product. Of weed. But you don't need to take a, a six-week course and then spend two years as an internship at CBS. And this filling, is what they're filling making. Filling prescriptions the, of poison. Right. And then they need a pharmacist on staff to order the weed. That's what he does. The pharmacist orders the weed for the place. No. So this is Connecticut we're dealing with. Now, you now, know, they had to be different. And they think their program is so great. But it's so I mean, limited. It's, it's decent, but it's it's decent. I will say it's, that it's and and to tell you the truth, I was like pretty impressed with the um, the rigorousness of the testing procedures done to the to the to the cannabis and yes. like and and the knowledge uh, breakdown of like the information. Maybe not necessarily every. Well, actually, at at uh, so no, every dispensary gets the same medicine. It comes that way from the growers with. And yep. you're right. They put a nice profile on there. I will give you that. They give you every terpene. All the terpene They give you everything Everything. So I will give them that much. The problem, I think, with the Connecticut weed is, first of all, we only have four choices, four growers. In yep. the whole, and there's in the whole one state. that is, there's one uh, AGL that is. Leaps and bounds above the rest, but I believe just got bought maybe like a year ago got or two by years a ago company by a big thumb. Yes. Yeah, by a big multinationally umbrella corporation right. owned fucking, you know, right. company. As a matter of fact, there's only two growers out of the four that are still Connecticut locally owned. Um, the other one got bought by Cureleaf, which is huge. Cureleaf is a huge company out of Canada owned by Russians. And Cureleaf actually just bought three dispensaries in Connecticut. They bought out all the arrows. So now Arrow Dispensary is going to be Cureleaf. And th and this I don't is... know that they'll change their name, but they're going you're gonna see much heavier Cureleaf products in the in the arrow dispensaries. And they tend to be the more expensive ones. And they're not as good either. No, they're not. They don't cure none of them cure their stuff long enough. None of them. If you look at the package, it's like a two-week cure, when it should be a month to six weeks. And that's the problem I have. A lot of the medicine that comes out of Connecticut is dry. You know, when you get it, it's kind of dried out. You know, I think they should put it in little bovida, put little bovida packs in there oh, to keep it fresh. Oh, what a freaking, imagine a little yeah, bovida just a pack. Little right in the cat. Is that how you say it? I call bovida. them bovida. bovida. So bovida it's bovida. Yeah. So, so, so right the bovida. Right it would. The, nice. Oh, the bovida pack is basically like a little desiccant. It key, and uh, well, I don't know if it's a desiccant. I think a desiccant. It's like a, little a desiccant is the silicone pack they put to keep. The desiccant keeps it dry. To keep it dry. This, this keeps, keeps it, it regulated. Yes. It keeps it constant at like whatever. It's like in a cigar humidor. They have right, they use some kind of same technology yeah. uh, to keep the um, yeah to keep so the. I think if the they put that in good. every container. It would be a little better. The, the, the quality would be a little but better. But then how much is the price going up? Because right. you're already paying. Like right. if you wanted to pay $35 for an eighth ounce of, sometimes you can get a good deal and you get 25 something. 25 bucks to You 30. get something decent. But like I've paid up to 45 bucks for yep. something decent yep. for an eighth of an ounce. And I'll tell you the truth. Um, that puts like a half ounce at the cost of an ounce. Right. 
Right. And I can get some pretty good weed on the street for 200 bucks 200 an ounce. 200 bucks an ounce. Now, they're selling ounces at some of the dispensaries for 175 I See, I didn't but know it's only this. one strain. It's only a certain it's one. One it's strain. Indica. It's like second cuts. It's <laughs> yes. like it's the nugs aren't right. It's like. Uh, the high yeah. times garbage. Yeah, they used to not sell ounces. You can only buy Ace, but now they started to sell ounces. Well, yeah, then they had quarters, and they yeah, had and they the they moved cup. up. And I like the one thing that gets me is edibles are through the roof expensive. Yes, for and twenty milligrams, you're paying like twenty thirty bucks, right? And Maybe which, even more, which is crazy. If you buy like a hundred milligram edible, it's literally like over a hundred dollars, yeah, and it should be ten dollars, you know. Yeah, 100 milligram edible should be $10. $10. It's, it's like 10 cents a gram, um, a, yeah. a milligram. That's pretty yeah. much the rule of thumb. So, yeah, that's a high. Their quality's good. I will say where they got it pretty good is the concentrates. Their vape pens and their concentrates are pretty good, but they're overpriced. They're way overpriced. Their co- the quality's good. They're way overpriced because I can get, I can do like a gram of concentrate. For twenty five dollars, right? A, and in they're a, doing in a, a half a gram for fifty, I think. Yeah, yeah, and you're paying like ninety bucks, ninety five or something for, for a gram. A full it's, gram yeah. yeah, and they just and that's the other thing too. You, you're kind of locked in because it's this pharmaceutical model mm-hmm. with prices set by the growers right. and margins set by the state. And now the state's not being. Um, it's not being unkind to these dispensary owners. They're making no. money hand over fucking fist. Yes. But they have a um, strong lobby up there. Oh, yeah. yeah as a matter of fact, as, as far as the fight for legalization goes, let's say the next step after the medical, our biggest enemies, our biggest opponents are the current growers and dispensaries because they want in on it. They want to continue their monopoly and say, we can handle it. We can handle the demand. We just keep it with us for we'll handle the recreation. We'll sell it. You know, they'll make the dispensaries half and half like they do in mass. Some of them in mass are half recreation, half what's, medical. And now what's the difference? So they I go, can barely cover it now. They can barely cover yeah, the demand the, now. What's the difference? What's the difference like between so I'm a recreational guy versus a medical guy? Like, what's the difference in what I can get? Is it potency? Yeah, the, it, what they'll do is they'll make the recreational weed a little less potent. They'll put THC limits on it. They'll make it high, heavily taxed. Now leave That's the, good. Leave the big up. difference between medical is going to be the price. It's tax because they're going to tax recreational weed. I would say in Connecticut at least thirty percent. So, so once they so once they go that far at that point, do I, am I telling like so I have husky that I pay for and stuff like the state is providing my medical insurance. Like I the, your doctor that you fucking said could do this said that I need this. Are you going to pay for my fucking weed? They don't pay for weed no. Insurance does not cover weed, but I'll tell you, you kind of don't want them to. Because then it'll be so expensive. It'll be expensive, and they're going to start telling you what you can get, how much you can get, what strains you're allowed, you oh. know, what ones are covered, what aren't, you know, which dispensary you can go to. You know how big how insurance yeah, is. Yeah, no, that's how, that's how it is. That You know, as soon as the government gets involved, everything gets all fucked up. Yes, this is true. Everything gets all fucked up, or at least it just gets too big to manage. Yes. Like there's some, and then there's some things where, you know, like our military, everything is all fucked up, but at the same time, they are like the greatest in the world. So, you know, like we do spend enough money on that. Yeah. So, like, (laughs) like the government's involved in that. I get it. Like, 
you know, although in Connecticut we can say otherwise, taking care of our roads and stuff, I get it. The government's involved in that. But, like, that's their fucking job. Right. That's what they're supposed to be involved in. Infrastructure. Right. You know, defense. Right. uh, You know, things like this. They're not supposed to be, like, involved in, like, what plant I can grow in my fucking backyard and ingest. And they never used to. I mean, marijuana for years was on the U.S. pharmacopoeia. It was listed just the same as any other pharmaceutical. And up until like 1937, I think you could buy, you could get it prescribed by your doctor. They had cannabis tinctures. They had cannabis powder. They didn't sell the plant. See, the thing is, that here's what happened. Nobody was using cannabis recreationally in, in America. Like, in other words, back then, let's... Except jazz musicians. Well, here's where I'm going to go with this. Nobody in white America was using marijuana recreationally so my grandfather let's say he only knew cannabis as a medicine it was medicine just like you would know valium well no that's recreational too but just like you would know, <laughs> like insulin yeah it was a medicine back then and you saw it on the shelves and then like that then when they took prohibition away they needed the dea i guess whatever they called it back then it was a different name back then but needed a new thing to go after because now liquor, you know, they used to go after those bootleggers and that was, that's what kept them busy. So now the alcohol is legal again. They have nothing to do. So they're like, Oh, Mexicans. They were pissed off at the Mexicans. Yeah. Uh, because the Mexicans, the revolution, the Mexican revolution had just happened and they were migrant workers were, I wouldn't say revolting, but they were going against their employers they were going against the grain they wanted a little more money they wanted a little more respect they wanted to be treated like human beings right and so what they did was they burned down because they were doing a lot of work with william hurst so they were working on the trees Uh, okay i was i was i was wondering (laughs) when you were going to bring in hurst because i know that hurst being a major manufacturer of paper paper and also a publisher and the owner of Newspapers at the time, Hearst Publications, which were the, the like, which were the internet of the day. They it were was how you it was how you got your information. The net, yeah, they, yeah. Hearst papers were the network of papers. Um, so Hearst was pissed off at the Mexicans because they had, and they did use marijuana recreationally, as like you said, jazz musicians. So this guy Harry Anslinger is looking for a new, a new thing to go after. These guys. It was Hearst, Rockefeller, and DuPont came to him. Marijuana. And Rockefeller and DuPont, there's two of those 13 families. Yes, sir. Yeah. Rockefeller, oil. He saw hemp as a threat because Ford had already built a hemp car. Yes. That could drive on hemp. So he was making oil from hemp. So that was a threat to Rockefeller because he, remember, this was back when industrial revolution was just happening and they were deciding what was going to be the main industries of this country. Yes. They were he planning said, the future. Yeah. Yeah. They oil were planning the next, this is going to be an oil country. Yes. No hemp, no alcohol too. This was one of the reasons they banned alcohol in the first place. Cause Henry Ford again, threatened to make a car that ran on alcohol. And he actually had a prototype that he was going to start for farmers and stuff who couldn't necessarily get to gas stations. So, no, that's alcohol prohibition. Once they lifted that, Hearst, Rockefeller for the oil, Hearst for the paper, because he knew hemp could 
supplant hemp, his hemp trees. Makes, hemp could make every single product that you make out of trees. DuPont just starting to come out with polyester, fake fabrics. You nylon, can make every single one of those products out of hemp. hemp. And Rockefeller and him had just made a deal because petroleum is what you make. Nylon, polyester, all those fake fabrics were just starting to come in. They were just starting yep. to make and th them. And that was, and that was even for like Rockefeller and his oil. That was like, like, because they make gasoline. It's like a whole thing. There's different levels. They yes, pull the crude. different, the different separation the of the oil car, off. There's right. all sorts of stuff that they were like pulling off. That Dupont was like, oh, this is not oh, waste anymore. We'll use that to make you don't, fabric. You don't, you don't have to throw this away anymore. We can use this for right. stuff. So they this this little triad here got together and went over to Harry Anslinger and said, "We got your answer, marijuana." And they said, "Here's how we're going to do it. We're going to use the racial angle." And they said, "What is marijuana? Because marijuana wasn't even it was known cannabis, as right. It wasn't even known there as marijuana. Was like, right? was like another fucking plant in Mexico that grew. It was like a weed or something. It was like either that. hemp or cannabis. That's what it was known as. It was yes. either made for fiber. They were making sales out of it. They were making." Rope oh, out they of made hemp. hemp. They made hemp paper like the fucking the Dead Sea Scrolls are written on, like, on hemp, hemp paper, paper or right. something and like that. And even the Declaration and of Independence. And animal skins and they or whatever. They used to make dollars out of hemp. Yes. So, I mean, hemp was... George Washington wanted hemp to be America's crop. As a matter of fact, when he started the country, he said anybody who has over two acres of land must grow a half acre of hemp because he knew that hemp had so many uses, it could be used for anything. And he knew that motherfuckers needed to relax a little bit. Yeah, well, yeah, they, that's what I heard. They used to smoke. I heard those guys did too. So anyway, back to Harry. Those three guys went to Harry Anslinger and said, we got the new thing. He came up with this campaign. It was a very racial campaign. I mean, they used racism to scare the American people against marijuana who weren't even using it recreationally. They didn't even know to use it recreationally. But they told them that you could and that Mexicans were going to rape white women. And, and, and cannabis, there was a famous quote, cannabis makes black people think they're as good as white men. You know, weed makes pe black people think they're as good as the white man. And, and they've, they've spread this whole propaganda campaign, Reefer Madness, the movie. That was funded by Rockefeller. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. So these three, you know, these families have been running this country since the Industrial Revolution. That's, they're called the robber barons, and they literally robbed Well, this they've country. been running the world since before that. Right. But they really got their foothold in during the Industrial Revolution. Those, that's when they really took, took charge of this country. And hemp had to go. Oh, yeah. It had to go because it was it would interfere with their plans. So they put the campaign out there against marijuana, cannabis, and the recreational use of it. But when they actually put the bill in Congress, they wrote in hemp at the end. So it was cannabis, marijuana, and hemp, all of its relative plants. So they eliminated hemp. They eliminated all of it under the guise of getting rid of right. murderous Mexicans. Right. And marijuana, right? Make your children go crazy. You, you've seen. I mean, you saw. Oh, I all love Reefer Madness. It's yeah. hilarious. It's an hilarious movie, right? But people believed it back then. That's how naive they was. And the second nail in the coffin was. I mean, you even know during World War II they lifted the ban on hemp, so they could make sales, and because they, they needed it to make duffel bags and all the stuff they needed for the war, and then they put it right back on. Because it you know, hemp for victory could be because it grows like a like weed, they, like they call it weed for a reason, and because it grows. grows like a weed, it grows anywhere quickly, like Long, overnight. That shit better grows. than cotton, better than trees, 
better than anything. For better me. for the soil. Right. Better for the better soil. You don't have to everything. drill. You, you could pick up a fucking, you could pick up a stalk of hemp like as thick as your leg yes. and like 10 feet it long like and it weighs literally nothing. But the fiber in it is And it's so strong, strong as shit. It's almost like a, it's like an alien and it's got like a full amino acid profile. Yeah. It's got like, it's, it's got like hemp protein is crazy. It's got like everything that you need and yet it's illegal. Like anything you that they why. make. Anything that's good for you. That, and, and, and also one thing that happened during the Industrial Revolution is not only did they make marijuana illegal, they also made cocaine, heroin. But I don't know if you've ever seen, Bayer used to make morphine. Oh, yeah. Heroin. They They're still do. They're heroin. They still they make still it. They still do, yeah. They still make it. And, and, and they just switched cocaine. Cocaine used to be also given out as a topical anesthetic. Dentists were using cocaine all the time. They still do when they fix people's it's lidocaine. noses. Yeah, it's lidocaine. It's it's just a, a relative of cocaine. Yeah, they used to use it on babies' gums. Right, and teething. it was in soda. Yeah. So what happened was well, they, they have banned... Me- they have medical cocaine, too, that yeah. like when they yes. use, no, they'll pack your nose with it. Yes. Oh. So they banned all that, and Big Pharma, this is also when Big Pharma came to be. So they got rid of all these old patent medicines like cannabis and all the natural stuff they were using, and this is when Big Pharma started coming to be. So by banning hemp, it opened the door for Big Pharma, Big Oil, Big Cotton. So, I mean, it, it was they used marijuana as the scapegoat. And then back in the 70s, I don't know if you did, the second nail in the coffin for, the, for marijuana and the war on drugs was Richard Nixon oh. in the 70s. So there was a commission that came to Richard Nixon and had studied marijuana and said, it's harmless. We think you should decriminalize it. Richard Nixon said, hell no. I'm not decriminalizing it. As a matter of fact... Well, he was heavily involved in like the fight against... Because the hippies and the counterculture oh, yeah. that went on, like like MK Ultra and all this crazy shit that was oh, going yeah. on and all this misinformation that was going oh, yeah. on with that. Charles Manson and like... That. The 60s were wild. I mean, Nixon, Nixon dealt with it in his own way. And his goal was to crush the anti-war movement yep. and the civil rights movement. Yes. That was his goal. And he figured it out that the hippies were associated with weed and the uh, civil rights were associated with heroin. So what he did was heavily penalize both drugs and he started going out and arresting hippies and, and all the leaders of the movements and throwing them in jail. And this, is, you know, and this is the beginning of the war on drugs. And of course we know that Ronald Reagan carried it out after that and it's been carrying on up until pretty much Obama. Yeah, but it's and it's all funding. It's all like um yeah. They fund both sides. Yes. And they make money on both sides. Like there's no real Who war do you think on is drugs. the biggest drug importer in this world. The, the US C- government. CIA. Through yeah, the, the CIA. The US government through, oh, yeah, yeah, through the Dude, CIA. They're, they're, our, our freaking soldiers are over in Afghanistan protecting poppy, poppy fields. fields. Yeah. yeah. And and heroin heroin uh, exports from Afghanistan like since we've been in Afghanistan yeah the Taliban tried to more kill than it. like tripled or doubled or whatever yeah the Taliban didn't want heroin in there do you know that they were anti drug and all that well, that's why we had to get them out of there because it was killing the fucking heroin business that they were making tons of money on you're right they work both sides of the fence and they were and they and they do it hard and openly. Big. 
hard and open. openly. Yeah. Like they don't give a fuck. No. Like the, we'll have to see where they go with marijuana. I don't think marijuana is as lucrative to them. I think the big opposition towards legalization really comes from big pharma and alcohol. Well, yeah. Well, the, oh, alcohol for the sure. The alcohol lobby hates marijuana. Which doesn't make any sense to me because there's nothing better than smoking a joint and having some whiskey. Well, unfortunately, <laughs> if you look at... It's nothing better. If you look They're at best the, friends. If you look at the legal and the medical states, good thing is DUIs have gone down. But, of course, alcohol sales have gone down, too, in some of the legal states. I so, mean... Uh, then they just got to start making hemp beer. Which they will. Oh, they, they have some. They have hemp beer, they have right? Some, and it's amazing. It's really good. There's, um, I forget the name right now, but there's one that you could look it up. I've, you've heard of them. And, and there's CBD you beers. You get like a nice body high. Yeah, they call it like, rather than an IPA, they call it like a CPA, something like a cannabis. Pale ale. Pale ale. Yeah. yeah. Send it. Send right. it. We so, want yeah. one. We Yo, can all so work good. together. I mean, they can make, I'm sure you can make vodka with weed. And, you know, why not? I mean, you, you can you, make sure anything you can infused an with it. Out of cannabis. You can make anything infused with it. and it's uh, So let's work together. And the science is like so advanced these days with it too. Yeah. Like it's just leaps and bounds in terms of being able to isolate different molecules within the oh. marijuana. Like, like we are fucking. CBD, CBG, CBN, CBA, THCA, THC. And they're just fun. And then that's just cannabinoids. Then there's flavonoids, which is a whole not and terpenes, right? Whole nother aspects of the plant. And the more research they do, the more they find like, ooh, this cannabinoid works real well for anxiety, you know? Ooh, this cannabinoid might even work with diabetes, you know? So they're finding that the plant itself has a lot more uses than just getting you high. And, you know, that was the whole propaganda campaign that weed was only good to get you high. But and you, it's good at that, too. It is good at that. It makes you feel great. It does make you it feel makes great. It makes you introspective. It makes you, it, makes, it, it, it makes you view the world differently. It makes you love people more. It makes you, makes you th see things well, a little, little, little differently. Like that's part of the illegal is because... You know, they don't want people more aware and they don't want no. people enlightened and woken up. No, well, because then people might actually realize what's going on behind their backs, <laughs> which is which is which is the double edged sword of the Internet for them, because for them, the Internet was such a control method and such a method to uh, kind watch of watch us, surveil to us. watch us and surveil us and harness us. And, and, and they had a. a um, what was the, was it a CIA or an FBI project called Life Log? I think, I think that was NSA, wasn't it? So Life Log was a project that they were working on. It was something similar to like a Facebook yes. where they would get people to post their stuff and they would be able to create a log of your life and therefore get certain things, uh, have algorithms mine certain bits of data from this Life Log program and then be able to build profiles on people and, and, and look life. at people's habits and see what people are doing and how they're interacting with each other. And, and it had uh, implications for like this precognitive crime crap that they wanted to like get into and yeah. they're, they're starting to get into like minority report shit. Yeah. So so you're looking at like this thing called LifeLog. Well, guess when LifeLog went away? Guess when they officially stopped funding that program? When Facebook, when Facebook came yes. out. 
And Zuckerberg didn't invent Facebook. No, he stole it. He yeah. stole it. And yeah. he fucking had a lot of money behind him because Zuckerberg's mother is like a Rockefeller of or something course. like that. They're all related. Here's what they, I don't know. I don't want to get too far into Let's it. Let's go. Yes, they're all tied into each other. Whether they're related by marriage, by blood, uh, or by friendship, there can just be mutual friendships. Like you just happen to be in with the right crowd through your father or, or an uncle or whatever. But yes, they're all connected in one way or another. And have you heard of DeepMind? Do you know what DeepMind no. is? Okay. DeepMind is a Google project. Ah, okay. So it's some Eric Schmidt bull crap. Right. DeepMind is a Google project which takes all the information from Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, um, every everything, com calls it into a giant database and creates a profile on every single person. Not only it has your medical records, it has your banking information, has your purchase history, anything that is done electronically online. It's got. It's got. Now what it's developing is algorithms, basically, on every person and on society as a whole, on humanity as a whole. Deep mind is what I got. I don't even want to go here, but is what they are going to use to be able to control the population down to the minute. So if you can get enough information on somebody, you can predict their future. You can predict how their life is going to go by the choices they've made in the past, by things they buy, by websites they visit. You can build an entire profile on somebody and literally predict their future. So what if you could ask your smartphone, what should I do? It knows you well enough that it's going to tell you and give you a strategy for your life. So, <laughs> holy smokes! But then, then we just we just have to be so aware that this is easy to fall into. Yeah. Don't the less info you give the deep mind, the better. Well, not and then, but the, but then there's but then there's not only that. There's there's also that like we have free will. Do we? Yes. We don't have to do what we're told. We can we right. can throw a wrench because if you looked at my deep mind from. Six months ago, right? It would tell you. I go. What am I supposed to do? It would go. Well, why don't you go get some McDonald's and watch a movie? And then one day I said, No, 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 no. Right. I don't want to do this anymore. And I just threw a fucking wrench in it. Right. So what does Deep Mind think about me now? Well, of course, maybe they know that there's well, some you other might things. Be one and they of those could, outliers. Well, that's what I'm saying. That doesn't you just, fit in. We have the free will. Everybody needs to wake up. Well, you well. changed your algorithm because now eventually you will buy another uh, form of gear for fitness and health. Yeah. Yes, yeah. And then yeah, your no, algorithm will it'll change. And, but and I mean, but that's also like to a point that it's all right. It's helpful to me. Like I do want to see. Like I know my targeted advertising. I can see it has changed. Have you heard of? Of course. But you, I'm like, but I'm like, hey, this is actually like kind of stuff that I don't mind seeing. Like I want to see. Right. So I'm not like super upset by it. But I mean, I get I'm a big privacy guy and I just I get it. 
I get it. I don't drive a 2020 car. If, I never will because they got computers in them. Right, right. Yeah, you can't even listen to I, your so, radio anymore. And no. your, bat, your battery will just fucking die. Yeah. So let's look at where we're at right now. We're in this middle of this pandemic, right? Scamdemic. Say what you will. I don't want to get too, you know, I don't know. I do believe it was created in a lab and released. Well, that's almost, that's almost like a, a fact given. now. Pretty much That's almost given. like a fact. If you right. look at, if you look at uh, legacy media, so we're looking, talking about AP, Reuters, uh, NBC, ABC, CBS. You look at like these, you can follow the trail of articles back to 2012 through 15 when the NIH or right. NHI or whatever it's called sold a gain of function coronavirus to China, Fauci right. was involved. And you know who's involved. Everybody, yeah, everybody. Mr. All Gates. these players were involved. Gates was involved. Everybody was involved. This is a real thing. It's a real virus. Um, now you're, we're seeing that now it may be uh, sexually transmitted as well through semen, and it has like all these different it's effects mutates, that are mutating, right. and it's doing all these things that are like not um, natural. natural. Not a natural virus would do. Exactly right. So we're in the middle of this pandemic, whatever it is, and they're forcing us to stay inside and whatever. Now, what's the biggest talk right now? Mandatory vaccine, right? They want to talk about a mandatory vaccine. So Bill Gates has a program called ID2020. It's called a digital certificate. It's called a digital ID, basically. And the way he's pitching it is for third world countries because he says everybody has the right to their own identification. Um, and it would be a digital ID that's injected directly into your body and that would certify who you are and the whole, you know, your social security number, your address, your name, everything about you would be contained on this chip and it will also be a tracker. So right now, you and I, if we don't want to be tracked by the government and we don't want our movements done, we throw away our cell phone, right? Yeah, leave throw it at home. Throw away our cell phone and just buy everything on cash. <clears throat> Right? And, it's, and it's doable. And it's doable. Once this happens, it's not doable anymore. You can't throw away the tracker. Well, because, because it goes, it's, in it's, you. it's it's not even just like a chip embedded under your skin. It's, it's like, in your blood. It's like a nanoparticles in your blood that circulate throughout your whole body and leave digital marks right. throughout your whole body. It's not a chip like there's, they're thinking. It's there's actually, no way to there's no way to get, get it rid out. of it unless you take your blood out, transfer, transfuse your whole blood. All of it. And that's not possible. No, that's not going to happen. Who can afford that? Maybe Keith Richards, but that's <laughs> right. <laughs> now, my thing I'm wondering, are the elite going to get this vaccine? Are they going to take this tracker into their arms? These rich people? The celebrities, are they going to take it? I think they should take it first. No, well, see, I'm uh, I'm in a unique position. I'm lucky I have a, a, a few friends. I'm not going to name any names, obviously, that work for uh, some of the major labs. Uh, um, in, and you'll be able to get a fake. In, in the United States. And I and I, I told them, I, 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 I said, look, man, I... I want to ask you something really serious, and I'm just then I'm just going to drop this whole thing. I know that like uh, your company is in charge of a lot of the testing and a lot of the uh, stuff that's going on. I assume when the vaccine rolls out, your company is going to be in charge of that, administering that too. Like, please, I will bring like a piece of fruit. You can fucking stick the thing in or whatever. Like, like please, I just want like, can you just can I Make get? Sure. Can you just say that I've gotten it and I won't actually have it? And they said yes. And he said yes. 
Good. He Give said me. he 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 respected me enough to understand that you know I don't get a flu shot. I don't get this. No, me I know Los gets his flu shot all the time. He works in healthcare, <laughs> which and I know nurses and people that do. And I had the MMR vaccine. I had the polio vaccine. I got I, them all. When I, I was had a them, kid. and that's why I probably didn't get polio. And like my kids will get those vaccines. But not the 30 not that the, they want you to get now. Yeah, no, 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 no. You're doing the increments. If you do it in increments, it's Well, that's fine. what they used to do with us. I yeah. Mean, well, I remember I found my little vaccination card when yeah, my mom died. Yeah, no, it's, in, it's like in increments, but now they increments. just want to bang you Now they you bang with, you right away no, with it. There's shitty doctors. There's shitty people everywhere, but what happens is... Doctors not caring about the individual and just caring about well, the bottom line. Well, it's not even that. It's that to, now, now they want you, know, you to have bank. HPV vaccine to have your kids in school and this and that. That's like, stupid. yo, it's they've already shown that that vaccine harms women. Yeah, yeah it gives them cancer, right? I think or something. Yeah, like that, it's right? almost like they want to. And they lied and said that HPV will give you cervical cancer, but then the vaccine gives you cervical cancer right. too. So what? What the fuck? What's the difference? Right. It's What's just a scam. I mean. And first of all, why are you letting people put any... What's in these vaccines? Can I get an ingredients list? Will you show me what's in there before you stick it in my arm? Yeah, and how do I know that that's even real? Yeah, how do I even know it's just not water that you're putting in my arm and, and it's just the tracker that, it, you know? So, you know, you can't... And it's their own fault because of this whole thing with autism and, you know, all these problems that have been coming up Babies literally die after they get vaccinated. And, and it came and it all comes like out of nowhere. And they're like, oh, well, we're just diagnosing it more now and this and that. Like, yo, we, we're older. We know like, yeah, there were a couple weirdos like growing up in school and stuff that you knew were like on some sort of like a different level. Yeah. And then there were like obviously people with real mental severe uh, handicaps like like Down syndrome and, right. and stuff like this. But like all this like autism shit like ADD. ADHD? That was you like a fake weed thing. for that. That was like a fake thing that it, they just made just up to pump fucking drugs meth into these into kids. kids. Yes. I have someone in my family yeah. who who was who was like uh prescribed by our the family physician instead of a psychologist and and like just pumped full of fucking like meth basically yeah, at like really a young really. age. Like it's speed. Like yo, rock on, dude. Speed freaks unite. But uh um it, it's just it's just wild the stuff that goes on and it's um, but these you know it's amazing that they can get away with it well because people are fucking asleep the parents people are so let comfortable. them get away with it people are so comfortable i mean and they scare you people are dumb they're dumb they've dumbed us down effectively they've dumbed them down they haven't dumbed me down not me personally but they but have dumbed us. society when, as when a i whole say down. us as a whole i mean society as a whole they've dumbed us down they've dumbed the the average american down they've dumbed the average person down and 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 tugged on your heartstrings and made you well look i'm i'm 60 okay so i'm i'm fairly old i lived through the 60s the 70s the 80s and 90s i have seen I used to think that society was the majority intelligent and the minority were dumb. But it's it's flipped. Yeah. It's totally flipped now. The majority of Americans are dumb, brainwashed and asleep. The minority now As is intelligent and and awake. <laughs> and there's even a smaller part that's awake. Yes. I just thought it was funny that as you were saying that, two dumb bitches walked by the Yeah, store. right, with the Starbucks in their hand. <laughs> the dog. Yeah, I get it. But, yeah, and this is it. They programmed us, or society, to be so more concerned with 
consumerism and, you know, uh, money and looking good and yep. feeling good. You know, they've coddled society to the point where, you know, nobody can say any. Well, it's not even just feeling because feeling good is important, but it used to be something that you were that you had to manifest yourself, that you had to get through hard work, that you had to get through an understanding of what not feeling good and being comfortable is like, yes, comfort was always the goal, but the way you got comfort was like, like you want to be comfortable, go work hard, make money, be comfortable. You know, you want right. to be, you want to be, you want to feel good. You got to get outside and exercise every day. Responsibility. Yeah, That's you, really you're responsible lacking. for your own happiness and liberty and, and all that stuff. And then they just came in with this consumerism and they're like, no, 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 no. You want to feel good? You don't have to lift a finger. Hold on. We've got you. We've got, got we got the pill. We've got the fucking it's food. We've it's got the, the food. We've got the sugar. We've got the instant gratification. Right. You don't have to wait. Sex. You don't have to cook. You don't have to clean. You don't have to have a family. You don't have to have a husband or a wife to have kids. You can raise those kids by yourself. Right. You're empowered. You're independent. Yeah. Oh, it just goes so fucking Far, deep. deep. So deep. The welfare state that came around in the 70s, too, that yeah, poor no, the... Because um, back then... That was their solution to the civil rights movement. Well, back right? then, back then, you got a girl pregnant and your parents would go it's called shotgun wedding go they were like you're getting boy. married boy you're marrying that girl you knocked her up you're getting married oh what she's there abortion like was a thing but like not like a was it wasn't, legal it, it was wasn't illegal. like that it wasn't it was like a thing in the and, and and people didn't look at it like that you know and it was they looked at it for what it was the murder of an unborn child right um, it wasn't as accepted as it is now for sure it, it you and oh, the medical exempt this that like I get it. Every circumstance is unique, but like for the most part, you have a baby, you're not ready. There's contraception. Use it. Fucking mm -hmm. use it. Mm -hmm. Use it. Use it. Ninety nine point nine percent of the shit is avoidable. Oh, yeah. There's always stuff that's not avoidable, but it's it's all fucking avoidable. Right. And and you've just got them. They're like, oh well, well you'd have a strong family and you'd have people and, and you'd grow up and you'd have friends. You'd be like, well, my parents stayed together for the kids and. Now they're divorced, you know, we're 18 and, right, and right. 15 and now they're divorced and blah, blah, blah. And that's, you know, and those kids ended up fine and everything was fine. But the parents stayed together and raised the kid and, right. and the kid grew up with a mom and a dad. And that's like important. Yeah, it's very important. The family structure, people don't realize how important it is. It's so important. It's where you learn all and your we lost that. I, I'd say you're right. 70s, and 80s. That's that's they, they just they were like, no, you're empowered. Yeah. You're empowered. You're an empowered woman. Go to work, woman. Yeah, you yeah. don't need you don't need a man in your life for anything. Your kids don't need a man. You can raise them yourself. And there's nothing wrong with the strong single mother out there or single parent doing the best if they, they can. They have to be. There's nothing wrong with them doing the best they can. But like this whole notion of like a like like a child needs a male role model. A child needs a, a female child, role yeah, model. Yeah. It's important. Balance is the key in life. The sexes are not the same. Men are oh, not the same as women. Let's not get even. Let's no. Not even Men are get not the same as women. That. You need that duality. <laughs> <laughs> well, these days. <laughs> but men you, can be women and women can no, be men. because you need the duality of the spirit. I look, I get it. Gender is in every bit of nature. And gender it's so is in important. Plants. Gender it's is so in important. Animals. Gender is in human. And to try and degenderize it is dehumanizing people. So, I mean, I don't want to get into a discussion of what they've done with sexuality and gender over the last 20 years. Um, 
I'm gonna steal. It's I'm, well, totally I'm gonna, convoluted the whole. And and I'm gonna I'm gonna steal something from from Sam Tripoli. I'm part of the L L G B T Q W. The W stands for weird. Right. Um, let's get fucking weird. You know. <laughs> yeah. No. In the bedroom. That's fine. Dude, we're not, I we're came not from saying the 70s. This we're not saying if you want to be weird. Like there's. If you want to like, suck a dick, suck a dick. <laughs> if you want to eat, eat a pussy, eat a pussy. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter what gender you are, but it doesn't but you don't have, have to, to be right. Like you don't a have big, to label yourself. It doesn't have to be a label, big public spectacle thing where you're forcing it on children, right? And, and destroying the concert and saying you're wrong for thinking a mother and a father and the kids is a normal family. Every family is a normal family. No, every family is not a normal family. They're just a family. They're just Mostly a family. Dysfunctional. Every family's dysfunctional. Well, right. <laughs> but that's but that's how you learn to deal with like society life. as a whole and life as a whole in this little microcosm of a family. I agree. And it's like the greatest thing. And it's like here we are, it's, a family. And like you get to pick your friends and your acquaintances. You don't get to choose your family, your stuff. That's the other thing too. They've just this empowerment, this it's okay to tell toxic people in your life that you can't, you know, be around ever be anymore. around them or ever talk to them this again, even if it's your family or your mother or your father. It's like, no, it's not okay. That's your fucking family. Yeah. Man up, woman up, you know, get yourself together and fucking realize that, no, you don't have to enable toxic behavior, but you, like, that's your family. You stick with them no matter what. I have seen families break apart because of political problems. That's what they want. Political issues. Political arguments with each other. That's what they want. Families. Now, my mother and my father, my mother was a Democrat. My father was a Republican. They got along just fine. They had a great freaking marriage. Do you think that could even happen these days? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No. They're, they're few and far between, and, and the ones that are like that are strong because— Yeah, and they're older. Because yeah. they're strong unions because those people, you know, realize what, what this thing was, and it's like not— you know, We are so divided right now as a nation. And we're, and we're also so like— uh, We've always been divided. We're so conditioned not to accept compromise anymore. Yes, there it is. That's, That's what it good, is. It's there's like, no it's middle like, ground. It's like you can't settle for that loser. You don't have to be with him. You don't have to put up with her bullshit. You don't have like you 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 could have the perfect person, and then they like have this fake archetype of this like perfect thing that you're supposed to be looking for physically, mentally, spiritually, and it's like the flaws and 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 accepting each other's flaws and like like and if- like like building on where we do come together is like what makes humans human and what makes humanity humanity and. Right. It's like such a fucking mind fuck that they have what's up is down and what's down, down is up. They have world. us. They have us We're fucking the confused. Right They've world. reversed us. We're in Bizarro Land. You remember, you know, Superman. Yes, welcome to fucking Bizarro World. <laughs> we are in Bizarro World right now, and anybody who's a, l- a little bit awake and a little bit intelligent will agree with you. Everything that we, me, and you're probably a little younger than me, but at least probably your generation, Gen X, was probably the last generation that was raised with this type of sensibilities uh and then something happened <laughs> i don't know what it was. something happened and it just flipped it the just pet rock 2012 <laughs> i will pet i rock. think 2012 was when everything well in 20 okay so here so over. if you look at operation looking glass Ooh. do you know what operation yeah. looking glass was 
Operation Looking Glass was where they brought they tr- in these, the government brought in these psychics and yes, these and fucking people to-, to try to look into the future. Just like, once again, in Minority Report, in the water, there was like a thing with water. If they spun the water right. a certain way and got the, the things the moving. Crazy and then people with that. And, the, <laughs> and, they, and they like these psychics and stuff. And whether you believe in this stuff or not, like the weird thing is, is like they had people who supposedly saw things that supposedly helped the government plan for the future. And, and they saw things happening and then like all of them hit a block at 2012 right they all hit a block none of them could see past uh, none of them allegedly could see past 2012 remember the whole mayan calendar the end of the world blah 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 blah. and everybody was like oh the world's gonna get destroyed and this and that and blah 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 blah. no it wasn't they like that's what they wanted us to think it was the end of an age okay yes Anybody who knows knows that the world goes through ages, just like the Zodiac, okay? So we were in the age of Pisces, which was pretty much ruled by Jesus. If you notice, the sign of Jesus was the sign of the fish. We were in the... Oh, you just blew my fucking mind. If you look at the ages, (laughs) there was the age of Taurus, which was the age of the bull. Jesus. Right. Jesus was the fish. Well, Jesus. Zeus. God. Yeah. Zeus. It comes, it's all, it's all connected. Like, I'm not hating on anybody. Like, I don't even know what I believe anymore at this point. But, but I'm just saying, like, it came from, like, this, this Christian religion came from pagan religions. And they had to find ways to make it palatable to people. And so, I'm sorry, the sign of the fish, the sign of Jesus, which is, which Jesus spoke of, like, love and family and treating others how you would treat yourself. This was the age of Jesus. Jesus was so important, they started time over. When he died, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, (laughs) you're right. A.D., right? B.C., A.D., before Christ. After death. So he was so important. So these last 2,000 years up to 2012 was the age of Pisces. And that's how long an age lasts, about 22,000 or so years. We're now in the age of Aquarius, which is the age of the water bearer, the age of cleansing. Nary to say possibly the age of Lucifer, the age of the Antichrist. That's what happened in 2012. This is why you are seeing things the way they are, because we switched ages. Jesus isn't important anymore. I don't know if you've noticed, but yeah, there's Uh, a lot of Christians out there, but he is not at the face like it used to be when we were growing up. No, 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 no. No. In fact, they want to subvert God in every way they can. Now, you can't tell somebody, you can't tell somebody that some fucking guy that looks like DJ Los with a fucking mustache, he looks like fucking, you know, B-Real's little cousin over there, some (laughs) Southside gangster from L.A. If he put on a dress, there are some places I can't tell him that he's not a woman. But, but, but... It's certainly okay to tell him that his God's not real. Right. It's certainly okay to tell him that he that you know that none of nothing that he his core beliefs and values aren't real. But God forbid you offend someone's sensibilities by calling them the wrong fucking pronoun. Wrong like in right. Canada, in certain places, this is actually illegal. illegal. You right. can get in trouble for it. Mm-hmm. But then again, like 
you like you certainly can't right but you can certainly you, down you, their you, god you, you can bash god you can bash religion and yeah. and family values all you fucking want yeah. and i'm not saying i'm not saying there's like a direct correlation between like somebody who is involved in cross-dressing or whatever like no. you know get, get homosexual activities or whatever they're involved in like that's your choice like that doesn't necessarily mean like you're you're not like yeah. you're evil or you're bad i'm just i'm just saying like He's confused. like like <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just saying I can't like, you know, like like we can't offend people who are different than us in that way. But like, oh, if it's about God, fuck God. Right. You know, Jesus, fuck him. You know, that's yeah. he. Jesus was a racist. I'm sure that's like the next thing they're going to say. Jesus was a racist. All his disciples were white. Motherfucker. Jesus was a black man. He was the right. What are Eastern. you talking about? He was Middle Eastern, right? Yeah, he was brown skin. He came from fucking the Middle East. What do you think? Jesus was some fucking blonde hair, blue eyed fucking dude walking around the Middle East. They would have killed him a lot quicker than 33 years old. <laughs> Dude, there were hardly any white people around back then anyway. No, Everybody was brown. I think they existed. But well, they existed, but <laughs> not somewhere in the Caucasus Mountains. Yeah, right. Right, exactly right. They weren't even out with them yet. So, you know, we're looking at a whole different age. We're looking at, that's what happened in 2012. It flipped over to the age of Aquarius, um, which in the end will end up being... Cleansing. Good, good. Water. Yes. But but there is a whole period of transition, and this is what we're going through right now. Um, well, it's the imbalance, too. You have a lot yeah, of imbalance yeah. right now, and, the, and, and everything's fighting to balance. Because nature and, and God, or whatever you call it, this universe, which is like a living thing. I just had this conversation earlier today. Yeah, it is it, a living thing. It just wants balance. But dirt like, is living. Like, like, when, like when they say that God created man and beast and this and that he also created the universe he created everything and it's all a living thing right an interconnected living thing right. like when they look at the atoms and the quarks all the same and the quarks and the protons and the vibrating super strings like that everything that we know even man-made things are made out of because man-made things are made out of atoms. real things elements there's like different forms of consciousness that we don't yet understand right and different dimensional consciousnesses that we don't can't perceive yet Right, exactly right. There are other dimensions. Out it's like there. the three D sphere moving into a two dimensional plane. It's just a circle. That's all that they ever see is the circle. Right. They see a dot coming, and then it gets bigger, and then it just goes away, and it's a dot. And they never understand that it's a sphere. Whereas, like fourth dimensional beings, uh, we only see them in like one point of our three dimensional existence. Whereas right. they're aware of other things that are going on around us in other dimensions that we can't even perceive. Perceive, right. Because we're limited here. We're limited in this 3D world. We've been limited. Our vision has been limited. And our DNA has been altered so that it's not completely turned on. So there are, I think there's like 12 strands or 20 strands of DNA that are inactive in us. What do they do? Right. Well, you're talking telepathy. You're talking. Well, now we've got CRISPR going, so we're gonna find you never out. Never know, right? We're gonna find out. We're starting. We're messing with DNA I don't know right if they now. Want us to open up those because you're talking telepathy, you're talking self healing, you're talking the things. Jesus. Well, that's what Elon Musk is talking about with his Neuralink. Oh God, did you hear that interview? I loved it. it scares the crap out of me. No, I, I love it. Wires in my head. Yeah, but at the same at the same time, he's like, unless he's just like a black hat. That's posing as a white hat. Well, he hat. is a black hat. 
He's he, not a, because he put the satellites in the air for 5G. And if he really was against that, why would he be helping them put in the control network? Yeah, 5G but, is the control network. So I so I'll never get a neural link, but um <laughs> No, I when he said it could help diseases, help people well, he's walk all, and again, he's also saying, he's also saying you'll, you'll communicate, you'll communicate without talking. Right. That's dangerous. But we can do that now. Yeah, I've yeah, done no, it. No, you're right. I've done it. You're right. You know, you're 100 you are 100% right. I, and so every once in a while you, you know, you talk hit. about God, but what is God? Is God maybe just a big giant AI? The creator already, of the simulation. Already there that they're just trying to replace with 5G and DeepMind and all these different things. Like instead of praying and asking God for your help, you just ask Google. Well, I just, I don't, I don't get like people are, people are, people like can't like I have like 5G is going to be great. In the sense that, like, self-driving cars, yeah, the Internet of Things, and things will be faster and moving, and this and that. But like, I know, like, as as a as a point of fact that, like, even a four G or like whatever way, like these are waves and they're radiation and they're and they're radiation. Like, if you go stand in front of a fucking cell tower, you for, feel it for more than fifteen minutes. You will feel it. There are fucking warnings that are like, don't stand within X number of feet of this thing for X number of times because it's not good for you. And then like now all of a sudden, like, oh, 5G, it's completely harmless. Everything's. And then there's also the disinformation they put out. They like, you know, oh, 5G is causing the coronavirus. No, no. that's just so that they can fucking be like, look at these people who think 5G is bad. They're fucking crazy. They're conspiracy theorists. Right. They're idiots. Like. Like now I know the difference of how I feel, and I know I'm like I'm not the only one who said this, but like I know the difference of how I feel like when I'm in front of devices and around fucking signals Dude, all day, was, or when I'm out in the middle of nowhere. I was at a farm this morning. There's no cell service out there. You just feel you feel better. different. It's a total. I said I could hang out here all day. Yeah, I can't fuck with Bluetooth. Yeah, I like, don't either. I yeah, only use headsets. I, it, it, I, like especially, it, messes, it used to give it me fucks with me. Shots in my ear. Yeah, the what you got that I can't. It, I it, could never I feel do it. Where's my in AirPods my, too? I feel no, it I in my veins, bro. Like I feel Bluetooth too. I, I can't. So fuck I've with got. It. So you both sound like Chuck from. Um, I know you Better sound Call like Saul. Chuck just a few moments ago. But you gotta see five G is is not causing coronavirus. I feel bad for David Ike. They threw him off the air because of that. <laughs> but you're right. They just did that, just like they did with Alex Jones, to make him look crazy. Well, the, cra- the scary thing about sane. Alex Jones is the amount of stuff that he's fucking right about. He sensationalizes because I get he's trying to sell stuff, he's trying to make money, but like, like he's just so I don't. Oh, he's right. Said, he's just he's just a stuff. gatekeeper. He's just like he's just able to like get us thinking and like Enough. push you push you to the next level where you go look on your own. Like I trust people like Glenn Beck got a lot of shit, but like Glenn Beck was talking about the stuff that was happening in Greece with the ATMs running out of money and this and that and the stores being empty. And he said, you better be careful or it's fucking going to come here. If you don't believe me, do your own research. What are we dealing with now? Stores are empty. Fucking people are worried about this and that money's yep. not coming in. Uh, there's no money in pension funds to take it. Like, like the, I believe anybody or I will give anybody the time of day who will tell me something and then right afterwards go, don't take my word. Go do your own research. That's all. Look you at the do. sources. Here are my sources. Here are some other sources. Find your own sources. Go do your research. Do your own interpretations. Like, that's the Alex Joneses. That's the Glenn Becks. That's the, the like, like, like the David Ice. And and they're not always right. And and sometimes they get off. But they're like, they're like, don't believe me. 
I'm just giving you information. Do what you will with it. Like, but then you have like the people who are pushing the narrative that like that they want air quotes, they, and they is like the government or the controlling class. You can't get it convoluted. Like it's not just like the United States government no, as it's a whole. The world. It's just, it's, a world it's the controlling thing. class of the world. They just like, they want you. They're like, believe this. This is the truth because science says so. Don't question it. Don't and think about do, it for yourself. Don't fucking even think we do, did we'll the thinking you off, for you. We'll throw you off YouTube. We'll yeah. throw you off the air. We'll throw you off your platform if you dare. And it used to be, we used to have a lot more freedom of speech. Now, they'll cut you off right Well, if you, if you even, nuts. if you even mention somebody's name, um, in your thing, I won't even say it. It's uh, uh, first name is Eric. Really, the guy from Google? No, not Schmidt. Um, Los, can you beat cancel? This? Can you can you beat this out? Cancel, sure the cancel, cancel. No, I said, well, you could beep it out in post as well. Cancel. <laughs> All right. If you even mention the name, cancel, cancel, cancel. Mm. The whistleblower, the supposed whistleblower. Oh, the whistleblower. Right, right. Google will remove it. Will remove anything that you've done. Um, you, you, you have to go like there's if you if you, you Google if you if you Google that name there's a very curated list of things that will come up. But if you go to DuckDuckGo and search for that name, which is DuckDuckGo, is a great search engine. I'd love to get them He's as a sponsor the, uh, of the podcast. Russian whistleblower. Um, yeah. Or they, what was it? Oh, Ukraine. damn, they attacked him. <laughs> the microphone just attacked me. Ukraine whistle. I didn't know that. So they popped you in the he mouth. He was the supposed whistleblower. Oh. So there's, but like, like, yeah, no, it's a, he was like a CIA asset and like, oh yeah, all this in the white house. What is a CIA asset doing in, in the, the white, white house? house? They're not even allowed to operate in the United States. Well, a lot they do. Yes, they I'm do. bleeding. You oh, from yeah. getting hit in the face with the microphone oh, and attacked me. See, that's for mentioning that it name. Popped you in the yeah. mouth. Word. Yeah, wow. and that's that was the simulation that attacked me. Not even not Google. Even. <laughs> that was like the simulation. Well, Google like, is a simulation. Whatever this fucking game is, I love it. I'll tell you that it's fun. It's great. I'm enjoying it. I'm bettering myself. I'm they trying to spread the word. The rules is the problem. They keep changing the rules of the game. Yeah, but I don't follow the rules anyway. Right. No, no, I agree. Look, I've been playing this game for a long time, and I've done all right um, staying under the radar. Um, but, you know, the game has changed. Technology has made it a lot oh, easier yes. for them. But the only thing that they didn't count on is that we could use it against them as well. Well, yeah. this is It got away from them. 9-11 was one of their biggest coups. It was, you know, got the Patriot Act in. Mm -hmm. And did all these great things, you know, the TSA, all these things they wanted. But it also had a double-edged sword where it woke a ton of people up. A ton. Building because six. of the internet. Building six. Building seven, right. Building six. Building six, right. The one that well, didn't. Building seven you, is almost like another PSYOP. Yeah. Like, oh, we had a camera perfectly on this building that didn't get hit by a plane, and we had no reason to think it would fall down, but, but ooh, it did. We, we caught it falling down at free fall speed, and it was just because of whatever. But then, like, they don't even talk about how Building 6 was destroyed, and what was housed in Building 6 was, what like, a huge thing that they were fucking going after these international money laundering conspiracies, and it was also kind of linked with what was going on Libor. with what was going on at the Pentagon, what uh, Rumsfeld announced on the September. 
trillions that were $2 lost. trillion dollars that just literally disappeared. And it was this international money laundering investigation was going on in Building 6. They hit the Pentagon also as well, like in the one place. One place where the records where were. Where all the records were. And then everyone's like, oh, these records are digital. Like, no, they literally <laughs> had every copy of those records um, in that place. Yeah. No, that, you know. Oh, and then the passports. The yeah. passports. Like uh, the the funniest oh thing I heard God, was Joe. One. Somebody somebody goes he goes like this whole deep conversation goes on this conspiracy thing. And these guys are like the passports and then the one guy goes yeah I got one thing to say. They should have built those towers out of whatever they made that passport out of because <laughs> they'd still be standing today. Yeah. Like like yeah oh it's like the magic bullet after the Kennedy assassination that like supposedly went through eight people and yeah. then appeared whole on a gurney. Yeah come on like get the fuck out of here. Well, I think a lot of people woke up through Kennedy. I think 9-11 woke a lot of people up because anybody who knows about controlled demolitions, if you've ever seen a hotel get blown up, <coughs> if you got hit by a plane, you'd fall over. If you're well, not, a, not only that, those buildings, were made, those buildings were made to withstand the hits of several planes, and I think the spec plane was yeah. like 727s and 737s. And those weren't even right. And and just one seven forty seven hit it, and it, all of a sudden, yeah, it's just it's fucking bullshit. You know, if you know anything about a controlled demolition, you'd know that that's what they look like. And they now, fall in their own footprint. And now all the black cube iconography that's at the fucking trade center uh, oh, yeah. memorial site is creepy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a lot going. Yeah, well, the black cube's always been in New York. <laughs> yeah, they built they built a shrine to their fucking yeah to their thing right at the Saturn. spot. Yep, they built a shrine of Saturn right at the spot where they did their fucking attack. Yeah. And as as somebody, fr I was in California at the time, but as somebody whose family's from New York and has family in the area, it was, that's like... No, I was here. It was... It was pandemonium. Horrible. horrible. It was oh, a yeah. horrible time, right? I was Yeah, I was sleeping. My sister woke me up, and I was like, what the fuck you wake me up for this stupid-ass um, Bruce Willis movie? And she was like, it's not a movie. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Same thing. I was waking up and turn on the TV. Why? So, um, so we didn't. So we're gonna have to have you back on because we're running yeah, out of time. Yeah. Why don't you introduce our guest, Nick? Um, I'll probably do that in the segment that we record afterwards. <laughs> uh, yeah, you didn't even do an intro. <laughs> you never introduced him. <laughs> See, here's here's the thing. My 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 producer who like does all the post production like forgot that like giving me more we put work the to thing do. You son of a bitch in front. Just well, fucking do it. You're giving me more fucking work to do as it is. I I put up a YouTube everything, channel. So yeah, we're everything's on YouTube everything's now. a hot take. That's all right, and then you just edit it in post. Right? Everything, yeah, yeah, exactly. We do it afterwards, and you put it in. It's copy and paste. Somewhat. Yeah. Okay. Uh, somewhat. What do you use? Coming from the guy that doesn't even fucking do it. I it's use never straightforward with you, bud. Oh, Pro Tools. Well, well we record more complex than audition. Yeah, we record on Reason, and then we use Pro Tools to oh, okay. um, so connect it all together. That does take a little more work. Dude, I know how to use Pro Tools. Get out of here. Let's. You don't know how to use discussion plugins, off air. You know, you, know you can fire plugins? me. You can fire me off air. Yes, I, uh, you can fire me off air. Thank you. Thank you. This is my show. I'm taking control back. I'm taking <laughs> back control of my life and my show. Thank you. Well, you're gonna um, do an intro, or are you doing it post? No. Well, it's it, it'll be done. But I just wanted I just wanted to say, Joe, I uh, we didn't even get to touch on your career as a music producer. No. We didn't even wrestling. Get <laughs> professional wrestling. Yes. Oh my God! Oh yeah, I was a wrestling promoter. So I ran a broadcasting school. <laughs> You're the best interviewer ever. 
just went into a rant of Alex no, Jones this is good. shit. This is fine. No, we no no we went we went pretty deep, right? Yeah, we went talked about no, we cool. talked about that other stuff. No, we time. went we went pretty deep. So we're definitely gonna have you back on. Also, you are the owner of uh, GoGo Joe's Emporium, the Grove here in the Grove Milford. here in Milford, um, and Canna Health, where we do medical marijuana recommendations. Yes, so if you want to plug anything, right now would be the time to do it. Okay, uh, you can follow me at GoGo Joe's, uh, at GoGo Joe's, at The Grove CT, or at Canna Health. Uh, all three businesses are run out of the same place. <laughs> <laughs> right here on 158 Bridgeport Avenue. Uh, we do medical marijuana recommendations on Fridays. Right now we're doing them through telemedicine, so if you need your medical marijuana card in Connecticut, uh, come check us out. Right now The Grove is closed, unfortunately. But we are doing the podcast here. Uh, and uh, hopefully within the next few months, we'll get up and running again with new events and new things. In the meanwhile, we'll just keep doing the medical marijuana and, uh, you know, keep plugging at it. Awesome. Thanks so much, Joe. I had a great... I, the, I, I, this was awesome. This was fun. This was a lot of fun. I feel like that was really, really cool. We have a lot more stuff to talk about. Anytime you want to have me back on, I'm here. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, Joe. We'll For my guest, Joe, my uh, somewhat uh, agitated producer, DJ Los, and myself, Nick Breen, this is AC Out. Now you need to smoke some weed.